This is the Time Out with Shore Sports Podcast, covering sports on the shore with Mark Potter and Mike Bradley, presented by the Preston Automotive Group. Now, here are your hosts, Mark and Mike. Oh, time Out with Shore Sports, presented by the Preston Automotive Group. This is episode 40. Mike Bradley back with Mark Potter again this week. And, man, we, we missed you. We had a great conversation last week with the Waddells, the racing Waddells, as I them and uh you know it's uh, always good to talk racing but i know that's not your thing it's uh, not it's not yeah. my wheelhouse pardon the right. pun so, yeah, <laughs> yeah. There you go. so, so I, I if i can't be of any assistance then but i you just know i gracefully bow down I, I think we need to get you down to dominion raceway because mike would do this mike would uh, mike would oh boy would let you drive <laughs> his legends race car to try it out Woo. yeah you yeah, oh, man, you talking about a rise out of you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. So. I've been to one racetrack. It was a dirt track, and it was uh, Del Mar. Yeah, yeah, which is good stuff. Years ago, years yeah. ago, that was it. Well, this yeah. is asphalt, and you yeah. control it. So, I mean, you don't have to go fly, and you only have to, yeah, just for you to feel it. You know, and it's the I first time for everything, yeah. as they say. So well, I'll get around to it. Put it on the list of things to do down yeah. the line. This portion of the podcast sponsored by our friends at 4L Seasons Behavioral Health and Rape Crisis Center, providing outpatient mental health, psychiatric education, and rape crisis services to the English and Spanish speaking communities, regardless of one's ability to pay. More info at 4AllSeasonsInc.org. And uh, boy, we got a great show today. We do. We yeah. do. Looking forward to this one. Should be fun. Yeah. Kareem and Eric Ote from uh, Cambridge, South Dorchester. Uh, Eric uh, sat out the football season. He used to be a defensive specialist and defense coordinator for mm-hmm. the Vikings. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kareem has coached uh, girls soccer and really known for girls softball right. and making them a staple in the Bayside. And, you know, they bo- they yeah. both had an impact on kids, mm-hmm. you know, and I yeah. think that is um, why I'm looking forward to talking with them today. They're on the move. We'll get into their move a little bit later on. Right, which and, may come as a surprise to some, yeah. maybe not to others. And, you know, so, uh, but we'll talk to them coming up. Um, you know, this past weekend, um, I recharged my batteries. I went camping. You know, and I, I'm well, you got your RV, and yeah, yeah. You know, well, it's a good thing you're making use of it. It's not just sitting there in the backyard. Yeah, that that would pain me to have to make that payment. Not, uh, well, I would think, it. but uh, you know, people that have bought something like that before, and then for whatever reason haven't been able to use it the way they thought they'd be able to, and it ends up being, oh boy, I got to sell this thing right because right. it's costing me. Right. Well, and, you know, so I, I have the I had the trip this past weekend. We just went Where, down it, to where'd you go? Uh, uh, Temperanceville, Virginia, which okay. is Tall Pines, uh, which is I've now heard of Temperanceville Sun Outdoors. It's called to Chincoteague. Yeah, we went into Chincoteague a little bit mm-hmm. and had some... Accomack County. Yeah, yep. had some tacos at a food truck, you know. Okay. I don't think there's anything better than tacos from a food truck. <laughs> I really don't, you know. I've not um, gotten tacos from a food truck before. But really, it's, it's, it's my last camping trip until... I oh, wait a minute. Summer's just starting and it's your last camping trip? I, I go camping on the 20th of August through the 28th of august oh okay so you get one final season 
That's right. That's why I'll be hosting the the uh, pre-show. That's right. The preview show preview will show. be all Mike Bradley and and then some more Mike Bradley. Mm-hmm. Which I think I did two years ago. I, don't I think know. I did. I, I, the spring got me all screwed up. And then it. and then I have a couple of college football games that I'll have to sneak off to and things like that. But uh, yeah, a, a lot of announcements coming forward. Yes, and there's still at least one that we will won't have this time, but uh, hopefully soon. Yeah, and when, yeah. yeah. So uh, we're looking forward to spilling the beans on that one mm-hmm. um, no we really are <laughs> it's, it's, it's not official yet so we right. can't say anything but correct um, correct but uh, yeah it's uh it, it, it'll be interesting it might surprise oh, oh. a few people um I, yeah i think it will i think it will it for, for others, others it won't but it just depends yeah. how well you know mark so. yeah so for me it didn't surprise me yeah. at least. <laughs> so, so but anyway so <laughs> well listen uh without further ado why don't we go ahead and get ready to bring in the Otays and get this party started. It's Time Out with Shore Sports, presented by the Preston Automotive Group. If someone you know is exhibiting signs of depression or withdrawal, take time to connect. Ask, are you okay? Listen closely and without judgment. Share mental health resources. For All Seasons Behavioral Health and Rape Crisis Center is here for anyone struggling with a mental health challenge. Visit forallseasonsinc.org. That's forallseasonsinc.org. It's okay to ask for help. For All Seasons is here for you. Time out with Shore Sports presented by the Preston Automotive Group. And this portion of the podcast is sponsored by our friends at Midshore Exteriors. Handling your roofing, siding, and gutter needs across the shore, every detail matters. So let the Master Elite GAF Certified and Shingle Master Roofers take care of your home or business today. More info at midshoreexteriors.com. So, Mike, we're going to bring on our guests uh, this week. This is the first time we've done a husband-wife. So That's true. Yeah. That's true. I, I, first time for everything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've never had a domestic affair here on, <laughs> on the show. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> we might have we caused a few domestic issues yeah, on the show. Well, that we know has happened, I think, yeah. <laughs> so we've got Kareem Ote and Eric Ote with us uh, from Cambridge South Dorchester High School. Um, Eric was a defensive uh, coach and coordinator for Cambridge South Dorchester up until last year. He's also a uh, Dorchester County Sheriff. And uh, uh, Kareem, of course, has been the athletic director for a couple of years, ever since uh, Dan, De- uh, Dan DeBronze went down to Decatur and followed all that money down there. Um, so, you know, and uh, so Kareem took over there. But she's been a teacher at uh, CSD and softball coach, and she's coached, I think, soccer. There's not many sports she hasn't coached. So we want to bring them in because you guys just made some huge news, I guess you could say, here sure. across the mid-shore. It is. Um, with uh, revolving around your daughter, you know, most times kids follow the parents, but you guys are going to be following your kids. So thanks for joining us and being willing to talk about all this. Yeah, well, thanks, thanks for having us. Yeah, all right. So let's talk about your daughter first. Her name, and she is going to be going into high school, right? Yeah, so um, her name's Corinne Mm -hmm. Ote. Um, She just turned 14, and she will be a freshman this upcoming school year. And uh, you've been grooming her and others, because I know it's hard to coach your own kid. Uh, She's a hell of a softball player, I hear. Yeah, she, she's pretty good. Um, you know, she still needs to do a lot of work to get on the Maddie P level. I got to throw Maddie P out there, you know. Right, that, Maddie uh, Pleasance, yeah. 
That's right. That's right. Um, but she works really hard um, and, and really enjoys playing. So you recently announced that she was accepted into Bishop McNamara. Correct. Bishop McNamara um, High School in Forestville, yeah. Maryland. Yeah, so over in PG County. Uh, yeah. why, why Bishop McNamara? Um, so, first of all, Eric and myself, we both have all our family is on that side of the bridge. Um, his sister and, and family live in Waldorf. Uh, my family lives in Columbia. Um, so, in the back of our mind, eventually, uh, we were looking to go that way. Mm-hmm. We've been over here on the shore um, teaching for 17 years. Eric started as a teacher. I don't know if you know that. I didn't. Um, no, I didn't either. Yeah. Yeah. Ron Sofanowski would agree with me on that one. <laughs> Yep. So, um, you know, being over here by ourselves without family, um, having the twins um, was very difficult. You know, we couldn't go out, you know, with friends. Um, We have to be home with the kids. We got to make sure they're supervised. And with no family, we didn't have anybody to watch them. So, you know, stuff that you kind of take for granted um, when you have your mother or father living near you. We didn't have that. Um, so uh, fast forward, uh, we were at a softball tournament. Um, Corinne was playing on our 18U team, um, and there was the coach from Bishop McNamara there. Um, after the game, she came over um, and, you know, struck up a conversation and was telling us about the school. So we decided to do a little research um, and, and see what the school has to offer. And we were just blown away. Hmm. Um, so that's kind of what got the ball rolling. And this happened um, last summer. So in the fall, um, we started with the entrance uh, process, which is long and lengthy. Mm-hmm. Um, so and, and in, the, uh, in January, February, we found out she was accepted. So, Eric, it sounds like now that you'll have folks to watch the kids and supervise them, uh, being married to uh, Kareem is going to be a lot more expensive. A lot of date yeah, nights absolutely. coming up. Absolutely. The cost of living is going to be higher, so I have to probably take her out a little bit more. And um, at the school that I'm coaching, we're going to be playing on Saturday, so I guess Friday night possibly might be open for me, so we'll see. Yeah, we haven't even gotten to that. So yeah, yeah. With, with that, and uh, so it's it's a long commute from Cambridge to uh, uh, to uh, Bishop McNamara over in Forestville. Um, so you were a Dorchester County Sheriff, and yes, you, you sat out of football this past year. Yes, sir. And now you are actually going to be a football coach at Bishop McNamara. Absolutely, yep. Uh, Greg Calhoun down there just got the job there. Uh, I was actually on just a visit just to come by there with my daughter, and um, I seen him walking, and, and, you know, this guy's a big guy. He went to southern Alabama. He's about six foot five, three fifteen, walking around, and he like, hey, and we got to talking. I had a football shirt on, and he said, hey, do you, uh, do you coach? And I said, well, yeah. He said, I just got the program here, and, you know, I want to – you know, start with some good guys in. He said, would you want to come in and talk football with me? And, you know, while my daughter was taking a test, 
there like a placement test. I went in and started talking to him, and we ended up talking for like about three hours of football. And he's like, look, you know, I, w- I would like for you to come out and, and, and start coaching and coaching with me. And, you know, I, I kind of, when I took a year off, I kind of enjoyed spending time with my daughter. And, you know, me and my, my oldest got close. And, you know, I, I kind of said, well, you know, maybe I'll, I might take a shot at it, you know. And, and, you know, we went ahead and went through with the process. And now I'm going to be coaching there, so. So you're going to be coaching DBs? Yes, yes. I'm actually going to be the special teams coordinator and coaching the defensive backs. And and I'm also helping out with the defensive coordinating uh, situation with him being on, like, because huddle, I say it's being on huddle, you know, the, the game that we always can look at film and doing those type of things. Right. You know, I, I started talking to him about how we used to do it back in the day and how, you know, under Jake and how we used to work on huddle. He's like, man, we never did this like this, you know. And so I guess I'm going to be the huddle maintenance guy too as well, so. Well, Eric, that that is quite a 180 from just a couple of years ago when Jake leaves to go to Stephen Decatur and and you know knowing that yeah, how much you love coaching in Cambridge and such, but you know sitting out the year, which I know was a difficult decision, but one that obviously turned out well because it gave you you know valuable family time and all that. But you know it's always uh, funny how things uh, have a way of working themselves out or leading to new opportunities, and here a new opportunity or an opportunity for your daughter leads to a new opportunity. I should say for you. Yeah, absolutely. And but you probably got to ask me after we played the gauntlet of Damasa, Gonzaga, <laughs> Council, and St. John. So yeah. ask me that question after we go through those. That's four true. Games. That's I, true. Be I, be I, careful I, about what you wish for. Yeah. yeah I'm already ball headed, so I don't know if I have any hair. To pull off. <laughs> well, I was going to say you're playing nothing but a bunch of cupcakes over there anyway. <laughs> no, no, okay, I'm going to say that on record. Nope, I'm not saying that on record. Absolutely not. Uh, we are talking with the Otes, and uh, they are on the move. This portion of the podcast, sponsored by College Placement Consulting, providing invaluable college planning and high school guidance from sophomore through senior year. Let the dedicated professionals at College Placement Consulting help your child prepare for college. Go online to schedule a no-obligation appointment now at collegeplacementconsulting.com. Kareem, I want to come back to you about... Your coaching. I mean, you have been a staple at Cambridge South Dorchester High School, coaching a ton of girls' sports. And you've seen the way the sports have changed over the years. But you're really known for your softball. And, I mean, you played in at Salisbury University, and you played with many of the great coaches from the Bayside there at Salisbury University. Yep. Talk to me a little bit about – you know, the transition for you now, your husband sat out last year. What are you, have you been able to get on the, uh, you know, Bishop McNamara staff? Or are you going to just step back and sit and watch for a little while? So as, as much as, because I've, ne- I've never been able to experience um, being on the other side of the fence, mm-hmm. not being in the dugout, you know, kind of just, sitting back and enjoying the game. I've always um, been the coach. Um, So I thought going into this situation, this would be a perfect opportunity for, you know, me to just step back and and be the parent watching, um, you know, their kid play. Uh, I say unfortunately, but fortunately as well, um, they have asked me um, to come on the staff 
and help with uh, rebuilding their softball program. Um, so I won't be the head coach, so that'll be kind of a, a breath of fresh air because the pressure's not all on me. Hmm. Um, uh, but I will be assisting. Uh, and let me ask you both, and we'll stay with you, Kareem, and then Eric, you can chime in. You both have been, though, such a huge part of the Cambridge community, both professionally and within the school as well on an athletic standpoint. Uh, I mean, that it could not have been an easy decision, and I completely relate to having family on the Western Shore and kind of being alone on the Eastern Shore. I get that completely because my wife and I are in a somewhat similar situation with that. Uh, but that couldn't have been easy, though, to make that decision regardless of the fact that you've got family back there because you're entrenched in Cambridge. Uh, just give me your thoughts on that. This, and you nailed it right on the head, this is uh, probably the hardest thing. And I've been to war, okay? So this probably is the hardest thing I've ever, have, ha- I've ever had to do with uprooting from a place that's been nothing but a hundred percent supportive of myself, my family, um, just about every step of the way in the last 17 years, Dorchester County has been amazing. Um, so although we don't have blood family on this side, we have so many people that, um, have supported us. It's, it's going to be extremely difficult um, when we do have to leave. Uh, at the at last week of school, I had to bring um, the softball team in and let them know that I would not be returning. Um, and I'm not a crier at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but we know you're a hard ass. We know. <laughs> yeah. I am. I am. You don't say. I I pride, I, That's right. <laughs> I pride myself on that. So when I was telling them all I could replay is the last 15 years of coaching all the different um, athletes at CSD, and I just got extremely emotional. Um, You know, because in the beginning, I set out to try to change the culture of female sports at CSD um, and in Dorchester County. I mean, we didn't even have our own field Mm -hmm. when I first started coaching. Um, So just to see what it was back then to what it is now, like, I couldn't help but get emotional. There's so much I want to talk to you about, uh, you know, regarding sports at CSD and, and, you know, the, the knock that CSD has on them, whether it's deserved or not. But you just said something I was not aware of. And that is, I assume, because you said you've been to war, that you served. And, and thank you for that. But when did you serve and, and where did you go? I was in Baghdad, Iraq, in 2000, from 2003 to 2004. Wow. Wow. Yep. So I was, I was playing um, softball at mm. Salisbury University. Um, I, I finished my first, first year there. Um, and then I was, my unit was deployed. So, so you were I in the missed, National Guard? Um, Army Reserve. Army Reserve. Army Reserve, okay. Yep, yep. Unbelievable. So, um, yeah. I, I missed a year. Um, you know, I missed one year of playing there at Salisbury. Um, and then I came back and rejoined the team. So, yep. Well, thank you for your service. You know, I, yeah. I, I had no idea uh, that you had served in the Armed Forces as well. 
you know, you talked about the community and, and the way their family and and what you have done there. Um, you know, to help build not only girls sports, but you know, guy sports as well. You've been the athletic director there the last couple of years. Uh, Jake Coleman was there, and I know you're good friends with uh, you know Jake and his wife as well. And yeah. and, and Jake, you know, we we praise Jake all the time about how he has been able to you know even now at Decatur get everybody on board and and buy into the program, you know and. Yeah, I, I just think sometimes when people look at Cambridge South Dorchester High School, you'll hear people say, you don't want to go there. You know, you don't want to go teach there because for whatever reason, one, of course, teacher pay, but also, you know, the kids are off the chains or, you know, but you guys have shined such a bright light on Cambridge South Dorchester that you know what? There's problems at every school, but you, correct. But you rise up. You guys have managed to rise above all of that naysay. Hmm. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Oh, go ahead, Eric. Yes, yeah, you know Cambridge has a, again for us, and I can speak for my wife too. Is they, it has a special place in our heart because number one, they gave us you know our first teaching job when we both came in to teach. I mean, she got it a year before I did because. You know, I was on the, the five-year Salisbury University playing football plan, so <laughs> and that's the year. But, you know, like I said, when we first got here, we only had two friends. Actually, we spoke of Jake Coleman, and we had Nick Goodmaloy, who coached at Annapolis, is now coaching at the Navy Sprint team now. <laughs> you know, we, that's all we had. And the only thing we knew was to go back and forth to work. That's all we knew. You know, other than what Jake or Mel was telling us about, hey, you can go to this place, this place. And then... You know, it just started to, to grow on us that we were just like, man, you know, I know we're far away from family and friends, but it just feels like home to us, you know, and it felt like we never wanted to leave. And we knew sometimes the stereotype was brought, like, hope Cambridge kids are, you know, off the chain or Cambridge kids are this. But we kind of like said, you know what, we want to change the narrative, not only within ourselves, we want to change the narrative in each person that we get a chance to coach or mentor or just talk to, you know, around the area. So... I think I think you know my wife is probably more successful than I was in that in that situation. But again, I mean, I, I definitely tried to you know we definitely both tried to just keep you know keep telling people like hey change the narrative about what people think about this area you know because this this has some definitely some great people that are here you know and and I, I personally would not want to coach anywhere else on the shore besides Cambridge because our kids I feel in my opinion, are just extremely special in that I can tell any of my softball girls, I want you to try to run through that wall and meet me on the other side. And they will kill themselves trying to get through that wall. Mm -hmm. It's just a different type of kid that is going to fight for everything. And I just love that about the kids um, at Cambridge South Dorchester. And you mentioned Jake. Jake has been one of our biggest supporters. Um, and I remember when I first started coaching, Cambridge softball was not very good. Um, and that first year, I remember going into Jake and saying, you know, I don't think I can do this. I don't like losing. Um, and we lost quite a few games. Um, and Jake was like, look, stick it out. If by your fifth year 
you have it turn the program around, then you can go ahead and wash your hands of it. And sure enough, little by little, that first year, I think we got six wins, which were six more wins than they had gotten in probably the previous six years combined. Hmm. So um, we just kept grinding and pushing and, and eventually, um, you know, became a successful program. So, and that was largely due to Jake's support and his mentoring because he had already been coaching. Um, so he had the leg up on the inside info to kind of help me out in my first few years. We're talking Cambridge South Dorchester High School sports and info about the Ote family as they're on the move. This portion of the podcast sponsored by Perret Moy Therapy Associates located at 460 Main Street in Stevensville. Let Rick Perret and the staff get you back to feeling new again, accepting most insurance policies. So step away from the pain by calling Perret Moy Therapy Associates 410-604-2982. So... Cambridge South Dorchester High School girls sports. You mentioned earlier that, you know, trying to get more out of the programs there. Um, the, the girls basketball program this year, in fact, um, you know, has gotten was was much improved. Yeah. You know, the, of course, the softball team, you guys had a great year as well. And you've had some amazing players. We'll talk about those individual players coming up. But first, I want to talk about what is the difference this year compared to say three to five years ago with the girls sports i mean the lacrosse the softball the you know the soccer the the basketball and and trying to get them to grow and and be competitive what is the difference now compared to before well i think uh, yeah go ahead eric i think the thing is that is different now it's a sense of pride to play these sports. Because I remember when me and Jake were walking through the halls and, and CSD, and we would be like, man, that kid is an athlete. That kid's probably the best athlete in the school. That kid's the best athlete in school. But they just walk. They're not playing. Mm-hmm. You know, we have to get those kids. We have to reach out to those kids to get those kids to want to have a pride to say, hey, I want to play, you know, Cambridge sports, whether it's a male or a female. And I think, you know, when my wife got up to the high school, I think it was just a – to change that culture where, you know, ask people, hey, do you want to play softball? No, I don't want to play. Y'all, y'all don't, y'all not, you know, not competitive, or they don't have, people don't care about the game. And then, you know, then you start to see it start to turn as the, as the winning started to come and as, the, as more coaches started to come in, you started to see that sense of pride for female sports to, to want to be a part of something that, that wanted to be successful and wanted to kind of like I say, when you coach at Cambridge, it's like you're kicking a big water barrel up the hill. And, you know, we got that big hill behind the press box. Mm-hmm. And that's what I think of. I always say, just keep kicking that barrel up that hill, and one day it's going to get up there. And I think, you know, we're there. You know, we still have a little bit more to go, but we're there as far as with female sports and male sports are having a sense of pride. And, hey, yeah, it's okay to play for Cambridge. It's okay to do this and, 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 and be a part of something, you know? Cream, you have anything you want to add to that? I do. I think our kids, all kids nowadays really need to be a part of of something positive um and i uh feel like the staff at csd because they support athletics it's not just myself or brendan bromwell or coach peer the other phys ed teachers that are encouraging these students um to participate in these extracurricular activities 
everybody in the building um, is trying to get our students just to be a part of something so they can have a sense of belonging. They can, um, you know, build their confidence. Um, it doesn't matter if they, they don't have to play softball. Maybe they want to do track. I see kids all the time in phys ed class that are fast, but that I can tell um, really aren't drawn to athletics. So it's, it's about having those conversations with these students like, hey, why don't you just, you know, go out one day and see what it's like. Um, Lucy Thomas, I don't know if you know Lucy Thomas. She uh, ran cross country for Sean Ranke. Um, she did track and uh, indoor at one point, I believe, and she swam. Hmm. So um, she was one of those students that when she came into CSD, she wasn't a part of anything. Um, so I made the suggestion, hey, why don't you try running? Like, you know, it's good exercise. You'll get to meet people. And sure enough, she went out and she was successful and she enjoyed it. Um, and her father told me, you know, years later, she recently just graduated. And he said it was because you talked her into, you know, going out for the cross country team. And that just made me feel really good because we j we want our kids to really enjoy high school um, and make those connections. And experience everything that high school has to offer. Uh, offer you guys. You brought up a great point about, yeah, Eric. You were talking about when you and Jake Coleman were walking the hallways, and you're like, "Oh, that kid's an athlete. Why isn't he playing?" One of the things I mentioned on last week's podcast, uh, when looking at little league and the playoffs that are going on uh, across, th there are some divisions where there's only three teams competing. Numbers are down, and not only are they down in, in Little League, but they're down in all the other sports, too. Do you all agree that there is a problem in getting our young people? I mean, you, you're involved with youth sports, whether it's basketball or softball or, or whatever. Do you see a problem with getting kids involved in youth sports? And if so, do you have any idea how we can try and get these numbers up? Are you you want me? I'm, see, I always wait. I always wait my turn. <laughs> Smart man, Sorry. Eric. Smart what man. a good Sorry. husband you are. Yeah. Was, good boy. I, good boy. I was, I was, I was on mute. Um, so I think COVID really kind of messed us up in the direction that we were going, um, you know, three or so years ago um, when COVID first broke out. Kids mm -hmm. were stuck at home. So they were using more technology they were playing more video games um and some you know decided to join the workforce you know um so i think a lot of those uh situations have really kind of knocked the childhood experience of going out and, and like you said playing little league or um pop warner or any other type of physical activity they're in their house they're at work, um, and, and it's hard. And how do we fix that? I'm not. I'm not so sure. I feel like that would be the uh, the million dollar question. Yeah. Maybe Eric, Eric has the answer. All right. All right, Eric, you can speak now. We'll give you a treat afterwards. Okay. Good, good, good. But I, I think again, she she spoke on it as far as the, you know, that's the one thing that a lot of times with athletes, I know dealing with football, you know, getting the kids off those sticks. And going outside and, and, and playing and experiencing these games and stuff. I mean, you probably know it when we 
when we were back home, like growing up, we probably played the video game maybe like 30 minutes. And if you got enough guys, you're like, hey, man, let's just go outside and play. Right, right. You know? And I think that's where we're not, we're, we're not connecting because, you know, with the COVID situation, everybody has, was satisfied with being on the video game and on their phone. And some kids, well, hey, this is what I want to do, and this is what I like to do. Instead of, you know, wanting to get out there and represent your team. I know when we went and we played in the Tri City, and you know we played Little League. I think we played was it Ten U Cream? Yeah, Ten U. It was it was like a sense of pride when we made it to the All Stars to go out there and represent. I know we played for Tri City to just to represent your neighborhood and your town that you're competing against. You know, and and I think I, I definitely think that's. One thing that needs to get back, just to having the pride of saying, hey, I want to play for my little league because that's the town that I'm, I grew up in. You know, and we get a chance to play other teams, and it starts that, that whole rivalry aspect because if you had a young age playing teams at East End and, you know, Kent County and those type of things, you develop those rivalries, you know. Yeah, you bring up good points. So that'll be something we'll have to uh, maybe we can put our heads together and we'll come up with that million dollar solution. And yeah, because you're gonna you're gonna need at least half of that to buy a house over in PG County or Charles County. <laughs> Very good, Mark. Very good. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, it sounds like a lot of re-recruiting has to be done in the hallways again, uh, like the old days with that. Uh, Kareem, let me go back to you because I know Eric, your situation a little bit different, but I do want to get to you as well on this. You know, first, a statement. And then a big question, and the statement is from me and from Mark, is that this is a huge loss to the Bayside Conference, to Cambridge. But at the same time, both of you have put in so many years of dedication and sacrifice, sacrificing family, being on your own, sacrificing time just as a married couple and such, and then with a family and all that, that you've earned the right to be able to do what you're doing here and go forward and go back home and also pursue an opportunity you know, for your daughter and, and for yourselves as well. So uh, it's, it's mixed emotions, but you both have more than earned it. But here's my question. I'll start with you, Kareem, is that I would hope that given the amount of years that both of you have served in the community, um, both inside and outside the classroom, that there would be people that are going to pick up the mantle from you um, at the school or whether it's people that work on the outside but, you know, are assistant coaches or volunteer or whatever. Do you feel that there is – uh, if you will, people that will pick up the mantle and build on what you've done at Cambridge, or is there a concern that the work that you've put in that it may not be held up as much? But you, at this point, you can't worry about that. You've got to put your family first. No, I I feel that the program is going to be left into good hands. Um, you know, my assistant from previous years will be um, heading over the program. They, they've they been able to see how the program's been run, and um, they told me uh, that they're just going to continue with the same blueprint. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Hmm. So, um, and that's have, good to hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. We, we had a young team last year, so pretty much everybody will be returning. Um, so, you know, I'm I've, I always said if I do go out, you know, I want to leave the program um, better than when I got it. And I feel like we are at that point. Well, that's um, certainly so good I, to hear. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And, and Eric, yeah. Eric, I know with you it's a different situation given the fact that it was a brand-new coaching staff that came in uh, from the Western Shore, from Western Maryland for that matter. So it was a completely different situation with that. But that you know, though, that, hey, it was a job well done, that you had your run with Jake and that staff, and you were highly successful, and you impacted a lot of lives. And now it's just time to pursue other avenues within coaching. You had a year off, but now you're going to be able to start a new chapter, obviously, in your coaching career. Yeah, absolutely. I'm very excited, but it's, it's still, you know, and, and Jake, Jake explained it when he talked about it. It's always, they always tug. Cambridge is always a place in your heart that always tugs, like, I remember when we used to do this. Or I remember when we used to do that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I definitely, like, it's definitely like Kareem said, it's going to be a, a kind of a, a, a bittersweet time when we, when we finally, you know, leave out of Dorchester County. But it's just, you know, it's always, look, I'm going to remember those Friday nights. And I know, you know, Cambridge on Friday nights is like no other because you can be on in the first quarter, up kickoff, you turn around, and nobody's in the stand. But then by the end of the first quarter, the stands are packed. And not only are they packed, they're full of people that want to come out and, 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 and support and they're business owners, well, people that, you know, that, that, that you go to the local restaurants and they always want to help you out. Those are the things that I'm going to miss on, on, on Friday night. And I know, you know, Coach Pierre, me and him talked a long time. We've talked quite a few times, you know, before me telling them that I was eventually going to go ahead and go over the bridge. And, and he's got a great mindset about what about continuing to push that barrel up the hill. And I think, I think he's definitely going to do it. I think he's definitely got the pieces in place and, 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 and I'm, I'm excited to see what's going to happen next year. You know, you, you, you mentioned your conversation with Coach Beer. He, he took over the program last year. Um, is, uh, Mr. Bromwell decided that that's who he wanted to run the football program. So he brought yes. in uh, Coach Peer and, uh, and his family and his coaching staff, really. Right. And they came over, and towards the end of the year, they, they had a couple of issues with uh, some senior uh, members of that squad and maybe people don't know this but we're going to give you a shout out you personally went to those kids and said hey this is not the way you want to end your se- your your senior season get back in there buy in and and let's finish strong absolutely and and that's the thing like you know I was I was away from the program but I still kept my ears in I still had a you know a quite a few kids of seniors that I mentored, and they still call me, hey, Coach, what do you think? And I remember when an uh, issue happened, and I said, you know what? I'm going to the kids' house. Right. And it was 8.30 that night, 9 o'clock that night, and they know, you know, hey, if I call you, you don't answer. Coach Ote's going to pull up. I'm coming to the house. <laughs> Whether it's going to be in the sheriff's office car, it's going to be in my regular car. I'm going to show up to your house. And, you know, I showed up to his house, and I said, come get in the car, let's ride. And we rode for an hour, and I said, how do you want to be remembered? What do you want your legacy to be? Do you want it to be at the end of week eight? Or you want to get on and just carry this thing all the way through? And if you, how far go, you go in the playoffs, that's, that's going to leave your mark. And, you know, he's like, oh, coach, but this is just tough. It, you're going to deal with a lot more tougher situations in life. But this one right now is going to prepare you for when your son comes up. And your son says he wants to do these type of things. And we, we had those conversations. And, Eventually, I said, look, I'll talk to you how, how to go about if you, you know, walked out, how do you go about talking to the coach and saying, hey, I did wrong, this is what, you know, I'm accountable for. 
And and again, he went back in there the next day, talked to the coach, and they somehow talked about it, and he was on the team the next the, the next week. So you know, it's it's always I'm always going to be that guy. They, you know, a lot of kids have my number. You know, sometimes I tell them call me anytime, but sometimes they'll call me at. At 10, 30, 11 o'clock, and I get that look from my wife like, uh, who's calling you that day? Jake from State Farm? Yeah, actually, The other Jake, yeah. the other Jake. But, yeah, I mean, like you say, it's, it's, it's definitely going to be a, a, a time of, 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 of being excited, but also I would like, I love to see those young kids come up and what are they going to do, you know, when they get their turn, when they get their opportunity, you know? I brought that up because, you know, Mike was talking about, you know, people carrying on the program or what have you. I'm looking at it even deeper. Cambridge has a, a, a tradition, mm-hmm. you know, the community. And, and, you know, yeah, they rally around football, but they rally around the other sports, too. And, and I brought that up because of a love for kids. You know, there's a lot of kids, as somebody that coached and started the Tidewater Titans years ago, youth football organization, that I didn't worry about kids being able to pay, you know, because, you know, a lot of kids didn't have money. Their parents were going to, you know, just weren't going to allow them to play if they had to pay. So you offer up, you know, back then we offered up, well, you know what, pay $5 a week. And I think by the end of the year, I think we got a total of 10 bucks from one parent. And, and that was it. But we didn't go knocking on doors because kids need structure. And, and there's some kids out there, and I don't care what walk of life they come from, some kids out there don't have that extra parent or, or, or that dad to deal with or, or the mom to, you know, deal with to, to help keep them straight. And, you know, let's face it, nowadays it takes two parents a lot of times to to raise a child. And if you only have one parent there, somebody else is usually stepping up. And most of the time, that's usually a coach, whether it's a youth coach or a high school coach. Because when you're coaching high school sports, it's more than just about the sport itself. It's about life. And uh, you, too, have a love for not only the games you coach, but also the kids that you coach. And I think that makes such a huge difference when building programs. Yeah, it, it definitely does. I mean, just that's the one thing. Sometimes, you know, for us, and I, I can speak for my wife as well, you know, coaching is, the, is, the, is, the, is a great you know, opportunity that God has blessed us with. But just also just being a mentor to kids is the greater feeling than that to someone to say, you know what, I don't want to, I know I can do some things that I, I messed up on, but I don't want to mess up in the eyes of, of a, of a, of a Miss Ote, you know, or of a Coach Ote or somebody who has an expectation for me. I don't want to not meet that expectation, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and, and I definitely think that's the one thing that I, that I can take. It's just the mentor and the love for kids that, you know, that everybody, a lot of people have, you know, not only just us in, in Dorchester County, it's a lot of coaches. I mean, I think of Wally Gray, the ones that, yeah. I mean, he, you know, sometimes I can see him, you know, he's got bags, I mean, a truck full of, you know, bags, and then he's got like maybe nine or ten kids in the truck, you right, know, right. and taking them back to practice. And I, I think of guys like that, I think of, of uh, Joe Morris, Coach Morris, who, 
who, who don't, I think of Brian Harris, you know, he, they, they, they go down and help out with the Pop Warner. They, they do Tommy Frazier. For the kids. Tommy Frazier. They do anything for the kids. And then they load them up, and they're like, hey, coach, where do you want me to take them? I'll drop them off for you. You know, hey, you got practice today? I'll go get them, you know. Mm-hmm. And those type of guys that I, I, I come into mind when, when I think of, you know, how rich Dorchester County is with, with, with coaches and, and mentors that care about not only the sport but just the kids' well-being, you know. Well, and, and, and you go ahead, Kareem. I'm had, sorry. You had mentioned um, obviously the pay in Dorchester County is not comparable to right. a lot of the other counties. So a lot of our coaches um, who are receiving stipends, that's that stipend they're spending and then some um, feeding kids, you know, when they don't have food at home, right. driving them back and forth to practice, um, you know, picking them up to go get their physical so they're able to play uh, in the upcoming season. Like, these are a lot of the things that no one else sees that our coaches do day in and day out, um, which just helps build um, our programs and the trust with our kids uh, and and just the morale at CSD. Well, I wanted to go back for just a second because, Mark, you, you – you talked about the story that that we knew that we hadn't made mention about and and eric and what you did that that i mean that's that's one of those times of life where those kids will look back and appreciate uh what you did for them and whether they did in the short term or whether they will in the long term or a combination of both um that that is something that you didn't necessarily have to do and you could have just stepped back and said hey it's not you know it's not my team anymore and i'm not going to get involved but you were looking out for those kids and you did it in a respectful manner as well even though it's a new coaching staff and such and you know the rest of that story just to refresh folks is and i don't remember uh mark you'll have to refresh me the the cambridge easton game didn't happen either because of covid or because of the weather and they couldn't make it up the the day up or the game up it was the weather the weather weather. okay so it was the weather so that game didn't happen but cambridge folks if you remember on saturday november 6th of last year they went out in the playoff game and they upset Parkside twenty-four to twelve. A two-A school, by a, the way. a two-A school, <laughs> right? right. A, a, and and that game was at Parkside. And even though they lost the next week to Hartford Tech, that was a twenty-seven seventeen game, and they were in that game for a while. Well, so absolutely. what Eric did is he enabled this team to get it together, rally and go get themselves a playoff win, advance to another playoff game, and come close to advancing there, those kids may not have been in that position if it weren't for Eric doing what he did on his time later at night, showing up at kids' houses and saying, you need to think about this decision. You need to think about how you've approached things and and see if you can't fix this and finish strong and leave the legacy. So, Eric, I mean, that's the rest of the story beyond what you just made mention of that – I think if the kids don't realize it now, they will realize it down the road about what what you did and what that meant. Yeah, absolutely. I, I tell you, you know, it's it's a it's a it's a great story as far as for them to be remembered by. And, and again, take me out of the equation. A lot of times, you know, I, I just make sure that I say some good things to kids to make sure when they get older and they have kids of their own and they're saying the same type of things. I, now that you mentioned, I, I just remembered I was at the gas station today and um. And, this, and it happens a lot sometimes. You walk, I walked out the gas station, and the guy turned around. He was a father 
kid I've coached before, and he comes up to me and he gives me a, a hug. And he said, I just want you to know that the thing that you said, he said, the little bit that you enlightened in my child has allowed him to get in the military, has allowed him to now he has a wife and he has a kid. And he, he was like, the only thing he can say, he's not here because he's in South Carolina um, somewhere in his forest for the service. He said, though, he would love to see you one day if you're, if you're still here in the county to talk to you and tell you about what he did. And I'm like, you know, those are the, those are the highlight wow. moments that I have. You know, yeah. just to have a kid. I mean, what, and I'm sitting there thinking, like, okay, what did I, what did I, did, what did I say? Did I say anything positive to him? Because it was a long time ago. But I'm like, just the fact that he's having a kid himself, he's got a family, he's got a wife, and he's established himself to, you know, to be a, a positive community member. If he does come back to Dorchester County, you know, that's the, that's the icing on the cake for me, you know. Well, you know, and, and, and you guys have touched so many lives. And, I mean, there's stories like that up and down the Bayside, and, you know, with coaches yeah. that, you know, have impacted their student-athletes' lives and, and about life, not just sports, but about life. And, you know, when we had Coach Sofanowski on from Ken Island, he talked about, you know, he goes to their weddings now. And that mm. tells you how old yeah. you guys yeah. are getting. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. what, three weddings that we got to go to this year, at the end of the year, Kareem, that's kids that we've coached. That got right, former players <laughs> that yeah, I yeah, cannot yeah. believe. Yeah, you guys are, are getting old. old. Yeah, you're getting I, old. I, I, apparently, apparently, thank you. <laughs> well, well, you know, you get old when one of the kids calls you. Hey, hey Eric. I'm like, wait a minute. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, coach, That's I'm, coach. I'm 27 now. I was like. No, nah, I'm coach. Don't don't call me. <laughs> my, my wife laughs at me, and my daughter does too, because we'll be walking through you know store, and and I'll come across a kid that I've coached before, whether it be you know because God, I've, I've coached what uh, uh, football, baseball, softball, and uh, and basketball, you know, and I'm either coach, coach Potter, or just Potter. You know, and or mud, uh, one uh, of the one of those four. Right. Well, that's my wife, right? That's okay. my wife, yeah. You know, but it's just and that's what you live for stuff like that. Yeah. You yeah. know, mm. you do because that's why you coach. And yeah, yeah, the the money, while it's not, you know, you're not coaching for money. That's for damn sure, especially in, in you, Dorchester you, County. You know, you know, oh, hundred and ten percent. Yeah, yes, you are correct. It is not for the money. <laughs> you know, me, me and me, Jake Coleman and Derek Coleman, one day, average out the amount we get for coaching stipends. And the amount of work we put in. Do you know how much money it is? Ten cents an hour. Twelve cents. Twelve. Hour. All right. Well, I, I think my JV football season, I put in a little more time than you did because it was ten, <laughs> it was ten cents. <laughs> well, at least we're in the lead of something. Yeah. No. And, you know, we just it, – it's you coach because you love the children. You want to make a, a difference in their life. We'll continue with this conversation with the Otes and uh, talking about – well, high school sports. It's all sponsored by our friends at an optical galleria. They've created a brand new sunglass line known as Hook Optics, an amazing fit for heads of all sizes, including big heads and bald heads. And they've also got a variety of color, uh, colored polarized lenses. Stop by an optical gallery in the Teal Marsh Plaza in West Ocean City on West Water Street in downtown Centerville and downtown Easton on Harrison Street to try out a new pair of Hook sunglasses. Check them out online at eyesandart.net or hookoptics.com. So I want to talk about, we're talking about players, and, and Eric, you were talking about the players that, you know, have come back, you know, and or parents and what have you. Kareem, you have had some 
pretty darn impressive softball players and also a soccer player that you coach too um you know over the years but uh, you mentioned maddie pleasance earlier as a coach you always want to see your players move on and be successful you've got a couple of them playing in in uh, college right now that you got to be pretty darn proud of absolutely absolutely and uh so Maddie Pleasant obviously is uh, kicking butt at the next level, and so is Maddie Lednum. Mm-hmm. Um, so both Jeff, home run hitters. <laughs> you got that right. That that is a hundred percent correct. And I was starting to get a little upset because I Maddie uh, Pleasant wasn't hitting at Marist, and I was like, "Is this coach crazy? Like <laughs> this girl hits bombs." So. Finally, when when they started putting her in the lineup, she did exactly what I knew she was going to do, and she was launching nukes out of the stadium. So, um, yeah, it's just great to see those girls thrive at the next level. Um, I've Hannah Taylor was one of my soccer players. Mm-hmm. She rocked out in lacrosse. Um, Brooke Blade yes. will be playing at the next level. Um, Is she not Michael graduated Blaka, yet? Who's that? Brooke Blades. She graduated this year. Yep, she's she's. Oh uh, God! Uh, was she a college. seventh year senior or something? I feel like no. she's been playing forever. Well, her brother, her brother uh, graduated. I think two years before she did, two oh. or three years. So I know it does feel like she's been there forever, right? Yeah. Um. So we've just had so many uh, success stories with our athletes playing at the next level and it's great to just see them um thrive up there hey kareem did you tell you need to tell me a story about brooke windsor kicking field goals for us in practice one day oh so brooke <laughs> windsor is another Off one the record. Um, Off the record. yeah <laughs> Yeah, because were, because we're recording a podcast. Of course, it's off the record. That's right, that's right. off the record. It's just it's yeah. not live. It's okay. They they needed a uh, kicker, and Brooke, as you know, has like a leg of steel. Um, so they brought her out to the football field, and she was kicking field goals like she had been doing it all her life. Um, but then we kind of had to pump the brakes because we obviously didn't want her to get. Uh, you know, injured and then not be able to play soccer at the next level. But yeah, she was Co- almost coach. She's a, she's a kicker. They don't get hurt. They don't get involved. <laughs> Griffith <laughs> Griffith had one kicking for Easton High School and was very successful re- with yeah. it. I remember. Well, I think Queen Anne's had one too at one point, didn't they? They may have. I can't remember. Well, during that during that time, uh, Potter, I'll uh, kick our uh, uh, extra point. Uh, field goal blo- uh, team up front was not really good at blocking. So, I mean, okay. I don't think. <laughs> I see. Yeah, roughing the kicker, yeah. <laughs> Coming from the special teams coordinator. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, good stuff. You know, these uh, these stories that, that we're getting today, um, it really it, it shines a light on not only you guys and you know i didn't tell you what today was about to you know before getting you on or what have you i i wanted to get on and and highlight what you guys have done and also highlight cambridge south dorchester high school and and what you guys have gone through and where you've brought 
the program, you know, all the sports there at Cambridge South Dorchester High School. You know, whether it was a boys sport or a girls sport, it didn't matter. It's just making an impact on the community. And Mike said it earlier, and he's right. I mean, Cambridge is going to miss you guys, and Bayside, Dorchester County is going to miss you, and the entire Bayside is going to miss you. Uh, immensely. Yep. Um, you know, because you bring ideas, you bring passion, and you bring a love for student-athletes. And I think that is so important. And if you, n- nobody gets anything else out of this interview, know that you bring the passion for student-athletes and making a difference in their life. Well, we got, we I got appreciate there you yeah, go again. Thank you. Eric, thank you. You're, you're stepping out of line. <laughs> Time out, Eric. <laughs> Get back in your kennel, Eric. <laughs> I'm probably be sitting outside tonight, so if you want to come by, pick me up. <laughs> <laughs> now, we're not going to be completely removed. I still run an organization, co-run an organization, Eastern Shore Velocity, um, out of Vienna. Mm-hmm. Um, so I will still be, we will still be um, traveling back and forth um to the eastern shore so don't be surprised if you see me driving by or, or out at a field somewhere <laughs> <laughs> well that is a good thing eric you can speak now yes i can <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like you said what we 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 definitely sit back and i tell you what right now painting the house right now and we're looking at all the bumps and all the nicks and stuff we're like when when, when Corinne did this, or remember when Kinsley did this, and we're going through the memories, and we're like, geez Louise, man, we, we, we definitely have a lot of memories, a lot of, you know, things that we can, when we go over the bridge, that we can say, you know, we, we definitely got uh, everything we could got out of, you know, as far as with Dorchester County, and Dorchester County, hopefully, they're at least proud of, 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 the, of the small, you know, small part that we played in, 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 in people's lives as well, so... Well, well I, we still have. I'm sorry. No, we go still ahead. Have spray paint um, <laughs> on our garage floor from my first year coaching softball. Oh my the God. helmet were atrocious, so I decided I was going to put a fresh coat of paint on all the helmets, and there's still paint on our garage floor. So, uh, like Eric was talking about, all the memories um, <laughs> from over the years they just are all coming back. Isn't that great to be able to do that, though, as you as you fix up the house to sell it and you can go back and do that kind of thing and reflect on all the years before you guys close this chapter and open up a new chapter? I mean, that's special. And, and you have to be excited about the new chapter as well Is that I know we're reflecting on Cambridge, but you guys are still going to be coaching and it's a, it's a brand new situation. And that's I'm sure that's a little scary, but it's also exciting as well. And it's a step up as well as, as well at Bishop McNamara. Yes, we we are super excited. Um, You know, neither one of us have jobs yet. Um, (laughs) We're probably going to be super broke. Uh, it's super exciting. Looking forward to all of it. <laughs> well, sounds like sounds like we need to hurry up and get our heads together, get that half a million, so you can, you know, because you missed the housing market by about six months. <laughs> That's right. We're, 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 we're slow to the, to the to the table a little bit on that one. I, I hope your daughter knows all that you're doing for her. <laughs> hey, we remind her every day. She's hard headed like her dad. <laughs> I'll tell you. I'll, I'll tell you. On my my standpoint, being a being a sheriff, like you know, nobody really knows this, but 
I remember coming into the office because I worked at Ocean Pines. I walked in the office, and I didn't want to tell them about coaching because I didn't want it to make it that I was important. It was, like, important to the sheriff because I didn't know how to read him when I walked in. Hmm. And the first thing he said when he sat down, he said, you're going to coach high school football because you're going to be the bridge that bridge law enforcement and the kids in this community. And I said, well, well, sir, I mean, that's going to be Friday night that I have to work. He was like, no, you don't. He said, you're going to take off of those Friday nights because I want you to be a part of this. And to have a, 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 a sheriff like that to say, hey, I know what you did. I know that you've coached here, and I know when you got here, you still want to do it. I'm going to provide that opportunity to do it. It made my job easy to coach on Friday night. Wow, you know? that's awesome. And it's a testament to my, to my squad. My squad understood that, hey, you know, the guys that I work with, hey, they, we know that he mentors these kids, and he, and he – he does, I guess, an okay job of it, but we're going to give him the opportunity to go ahead and do it, you know? And, and, and a lot of people didn't know that. Like, a lot of people were like, how are you a police officer? And every Friday night from August until we go, if we go deep in the playoffs until November, hmm. how are you off on every Friday night? I was like, I just got a good ball, hmm. you know? And, and, he, and he paved the way for me to do that. So I'm forever grateful for this, for this town. I'm forever grateful for the sheriff's office for allowing me to do that. And hopefully... I hope the next person that gives me a job as law enforcement is listening so I can do the same thing. You know, you t- you bring up the law enforcement aspect because we really didn't touch on that and, you know, dive into what your career is now. But as a police officer, and I mean, you see it. You're out there and, and you know the narrative uh, yeah. about yeah. police officers and, yeah. uh, you know, the... the they're just there's some communities that look down on police officers and i mean you you see it you live it but the fact that you work for somebody that says you know what you are doing good and you can be involved in kids lives and you are the link between an interaction with the police department and and the school kids i think that is such a huge element that I think every school could use. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. It just, I guess, it made my 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 job a lot easier. Made me, you know, even though, you know, at nighttime, you know, when I'm working night shift, I'm, I'm either I'm on patrol or watching games from one or the other, you know, and, <laughs> or both, <laughs> or both, yeah, or both, you know. So it's it's like I say, it's a test of definitely this county for embracing us and embracing what we did and and allowing us a pathway for us to go. Hey, you know. We're going to give them their lane and let them take it, you know? Well, and Eric, I think you had just said it a few minutes ago, and I think it was well said that, that you've, you guys have accomplished everything you can and maximized the experience of Dorchester County. And as well, though, you have left a heck of an example, and you've left a mark. You've left a legacy for the community at the school and in the county and on the shore as a whole that you can be really proud of. And uh, that's something that, I, and I know they are, but that, that the community uh, should be very grateful for and the school very grateful for because you know without men and women uh like yourselves you know these kids would have missed out on a lot in terms of life lessons in terms of success in terms of a lot of different things and again as i mentioned it's a huge loss for the community uh but at the same time you have earned uh the right to be able to you know pursue uh you know new venues and and again putting your family first and your daughter and all that that's great that she has that door open for her and here 
here you guys are. You don't you don't need to uproot your lives to do this, but you are because it's your daughter and you love her, and and that's also a great example to her about what you guys are willing to do. That's that's a heck of a that's a heck of a statement. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we definitely appreciate it. Definitely appreciate it. Well, listen, folks, I, I know that you're busy. you got a house to prepare to sell. Got more painting to do, yeah. <laughs> to, be honest, to be honest, her and I are just pacing around the front yard and the backyard with our phones in our hands, just walking around. So, <laughs> probably we're about to get, uh, we're not going to get the sheriff's office because I work for them. We'll probably get some people calling like, they'll just keep walking and pacing around each other. <laughs> mm-hmm. well, you got to whitewash a garage floor, so. Uh... <laughs> well, well, I might just put a date on that. Maybe we'll put a date on that, and when the person comes in, we got to explain. There you uh, go. The, the, the trials and tribulations we went through. <laughs> Blue and gold paint, right? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. do not be a stranger, uh, even though you're going to be chicken neckers. Um, you're, 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 you're still welcome uh, here with uh, the Overtime Live and Shore Sports. And uh, we love you guys. We love what you've done, you know, and uh, you yeah. are going to be missed. And. You know, Eric, we tried to get you on the air with us last year to do some football games and this year. And now I know why when I asked, you know, your wife, Kareem, and, and Kareem says, well, his schedule's just really messed up. Well, now I know why it's really messed up. <laughs> because you weren't going to be here. So. <laughs> we play on Saturday. So there might be a time on Friday night if I'm not, you know, maybe give me one of the, uh, give me at least about two or three Weeks in, maybe it's the time that I'll come on in and, and be a guest and be a guest uh, speaker on your on your on your podcast on your show. We we can go with the three man crew because um, you know we're going to have Dave Wilson Jr. is going to be on with us uh, week two with Ken Island and Colonel Richardson. And uh, Damian Ferragamo is our color commentator. Oh, yeah, yeah because, you know, it's the year where everybody comes back, you know. So yeah. Fanowski's back, Griffith's back. You know, McCormick staying for one more year. Yeah, McCormick yeah, staying yeah. in, and, and yeah. then Donnie Grafe comes out of retirement, right. and, and oh, instead boy. of and instead of being at Queen Anne's, he's going to be at Ken Island. Oh, yeah. and, and this is and this is official. That yes, sir. Yeah. Did you just hear it on this program? Oh, well, I heard it, and it must be official. Hey, yeah. you, you yeah. know, <laughs> you know, we don't tell lies. Jake mm. Coleman might say that we tell lies. <laughs> <laughs> we don't tell lies. <laughs> you have to let me tell you about the Jake Coleman story one time. This is my only Jake Coleman story, if you have time. Sure. Well, yeah. we got time. Go ahead. So listen, so I'm working at Mason's Lane, and Jake was at Snow's Turn right before Cambridge, that gas station right before Cambridge. Right. And he's passing by me. And I go, I go, hey, Jake. And we, I roll down the window. I'm talking to him. When I'm talking to him, my eyes, and I'm a teacher now, my eyes get taken off the road, and I run into the back of a lady's car. And <laughs> you were we looking at the, the lady. But, yeah. We get out the car, and, you know, everybody's fine. And the lady's like, oh, no, no, nothing. It's, it's okay. We're, you know, we're good. I said, well, you know, we can exchange insurance information. And, like, no, it's nothing. And I was like, okay. And Jake was standing right there or sitting in his car, and he looked at me, and I'm like, and when I was, I was riding by, it only took me 30 seconds to get to the school. I called Jake. I said, Jake, circle of trust. Do not tell Kareem. Because we both. Hey, it was too late. Said, too late. Circle Jake can't hold trust. water. Yeah, circle of trust. <laughs> I parked in the same parking spot that I did for eight years working at Mason's Lane. I pull in, and Kareem is standing in the parking spot. <laughs> and I'm like, what is going on? And I get out the car, I'm like, what's, up? what's going on? She's like, 
where did you hit the car at? I'm like, who told you? She's like, well, Jake called me and told me. I'm like, circle of trust. And then later on that night, Jake calls me because, you know, he lives right down the street from me. He goes, hey, do you want to come over? And I'm cooking hamburgers and, and some hot dogs. You want to come over and eat stuff for you? I'm like, I don't want to come to your house. <laughs> and he, he forced me to come down there. He's like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm like, Loose lips sink ship, man. Uh, well, <laughs> we know the real know. reason why you're moving. It's just to get further away from Jake. Oh. <laughs> hey, and I don't know if you all knew, but Jake was my assistant my very first year of coaching softball because he was only uh, coaching football at the time. He was my assistant my very first year coaching. Did no you kidding. all know that? No. I, I didn't know, but yeah. I knew that he was an assistant in baseball. He, I guess, gosh, in, in a way, I feel like I'm kind of like Jake. I just, you know. <laughs> well, look, the reason, the reason you all didn't know was because I fired him two days later. Oh. Oh. <laughs> look, I'm, he's sitting next to me on the bucket, and I'm giving the pitcher, um, the pitching, or I'm giving the catcher, the pitching sign and you know i'm calling inside she's throwing outside i'm calling rise she's throwing drop i'm like what is going on come to find out jake sitting on the bucket next to me is relaying signs in as well to the catcher (laughs) and had already told the catcher hey look at me for signs and i thought i was i was giving the signs i said jake you're not a good assistant. This isn't going to work. You're done. <laughs> I love it. I but, love but look, it. But look, when she fired him, then Jake, like, takes like a couple of days, and he goes, hey, Kareem, this is not going to work out. I just want our friendship to be I'm like, she's already fired you two days ago. Damage control. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That is that is good we'll stuff. Keep, we'll keep that card up our sleeve. <laughs> Who knew that today's podcast was somehow going to revert back to being about Jake Coleman? <laughs> it always does. It, does. it always does. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, listen, best of luck to the both of you. Absolutely. And, Thank you. and uh, we'll be following afar and uh, – you know, hopefully, you know, at some point along the line, we can make an impact with uh, uh, with these athletic directors, um, you know, and getting information to us to help spread the word about these kids. And absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, you can, uh, Mr. Romano will be the new athletic director at uh, CSD. Okay. Um, so you can harass him um, <laughs> all you want. <laughs> Am I supposed to delete your phone number now? No. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> but, but look, we definitely appreciate you guys. I mean, for all you do. I mean, I enjoy, I mean, every Friday night listening to, to Overtime Live, listening to your, your broadcast on when games. I mean, you've done, you've definitely done the sure, you know, and, and a great, a great service as far as with your programming and, 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 and just supporting, you know, Bayside Athletics. So, I tip my hat to you guys and and what you're doing, and you're going to continue to do so. Yeah, 14 years coming up this year, and and we do what we do 
for the same reason coaches coach, and that's because yep. we want to give the kids exposure, and we, we love the kids. It's all about the kids. Yeah. Yep. Now, Eric, now, Eric, you know I'll be rooting you on, except if you guys play Calvert Hall. So hey, just we, know. Scrimmage we scrimmage them. I was about to say bring that up. We do them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm definitely going to call you up when we're scrimmaging them. So. All right. <laughs> well, <laughs> call over time live on Friday nights. You know, I will. Well, please do. Yeah, you're welcome to. You know anytime. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, listen, we appreciate it. Best of luck, and we look forward to hearing more from you guys. Definitely. Thank Definitely. you. All Take right. care, guys. Best wishes. Thanks. Eric and Kareem Ote right here on Time Out with Shore Sports, presented by the Preston Automotive Group. Hi folks, David Wilson Jr. of the Preston Automotive Group here. Did you know that we can deliver your vehicle straight to your home or office? You can view and purchase vehicles from Preston's complete inventory online at PrestonMotor.com. Preston Automotive Group is here to ensure you get exactly what you've been looking for. We can even custom order select brands straight from the source. Integrity, urgency, teamwork, personal growth, attention to detail, community. These are the core values we live by here at the Preston Automotive Group. We're family, friends, and professionals. Visit us online at PrestonMotor.com to get started today. This portion of Time Out with Shore Sports presented by Queenstown Bank, your hometown community bank. Serving the Midshore for over 120 years. Convenient online and in-person banking. Plus, they have money to lend. Get more info at Queenstown Bank locations or go to queenstownbank.com. Man, I tell you what, what a great conversation with Kareem and Eric. That was one of, uh, I think, one of the best uh, or better podcasts that we've had. Yeah. No, no question about it. I don't want to rank them, get anybody rankled. <laughs> but, uh, no, that was really, really enjoyable. And, and like we said, uh, huge contributions to the community, and, and they will certainly be missed. But we wish them and their daughters nothing but the best. Well, when, when I saw the announcement for their daughter going yeah. to, uh, you know, over the bridge, I was like, whoa. And I text Kareem right away. I said, congratulations, mm-hmm. but what are you doing? And she goes, I'm moving. And I was like, ooh. Yeah. So, you yeah. Know, and, and didn't really talk much more about it with her, but I was like, ooh, boy, that's going to be a big impact uh, there at Cambridge South Dorchester High School for both of them. And, yeah. yeah. You know, Dorchester County loses lose a couple of good ones there, for yeah. sure. No, they absolutely are. And, and it's good to hear, though, that she said that softball, they're going to be in good hands. They're sure. going to continue the blueprint. And that's what you want to hear. Don't mess with something that's working so well. But you do hope that other coaches have followed what they've done and said, okay, now it's my time to pick up the mantle and run with it. And, uh, we again, we're wishing Cambridge nothing but the best in continuing on uh, the legacy that, they, that they've that they left. And I'm glad you brought up the story about Eric and, and the football program at the right, end of the season. Yeah. And that was uh, that was a big deal. And, and I'm glad that he and Coach Peer talked and such. And, um, you know, that is a community that, uh, as we know in covering overtime live that that loves their football they love their sports it is a community there and when they're thriving it's it's good for the bayside no doubt about it uh, before we wrap it up this portion sponsored by the edge training academy where passion meets performance located in stevensville at 112 long canoe circle in the chesapeake bay business park now offering 24-hour gym access more information at the edge training academy Dot com. Uh, so want to wrap up with a couple of things. Seven on seven tournaments are coming up. Cambridge South Dorchester is going to host one on July 5th. Ken Island High School will host one on July 6th. I think both of those start at 530. Okay. Cambridge is going to be, I think, doing every Tuesday. And then wow. uh, Ken Island's, I think they're going every other Wednesday. 
Uh, and then, of course, Easton High School's uh, hosting a big seven-on-seven tournament on the 23rd of July. That's Saturday. Right. And, uh, you know, so it should be, I don't know, 12 to 16 schools in, you know, in that one. No, real quickly, you mentioned Cambridge doing one. You uh-huh. said every Tuesday. I think every Tuesday. Are they mixing other in you know, other schools every week with that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, good. Just, you know, whoever wants to come. Play. Oh, whoever wants to go. Okay, yeah. so they'll be they'll be lining that up. And then Ken Island again. Ken what? Island on Wednesday the fifth. Okay. Or the sixth, sixth rather. Yeah. And then the following, uh, then they take a week off, and then I think they come back on okay. the the third Wednesday. I'll have to get out to a couple of those. I mean, yeah. we certainly will be there for the one in Easton uh, up until the point that I have to go on the air for Baltimore, but right. we'll be doing that and. Uh, y'all have to get to a Cambridge and a Kent Island one. Look forward to that. And uh, again, these are things I remember doing a little bit of seven on seven in high school, but not again. The off season has changed I me. Mean, not that we didn't do weightlifting, but there's just a lot more to it. And going to the colleges and such that it, it's things have changed a lot and for the better. And, and coming up in maybe our next podcast, episode 41. We may have Kevin O'Connor's decision by that oh, time okay. right. as to where he is going. Uh, Luke Murgott from Decatur yep. um, went down to Duke and made an official visit, received an offer, and committed on the spot there yep. Yep. to Duke. So congratulations to Luke. Um, and uh, I, I think I think they're going to have him playing linebacker. Yeah. and. So. And I understand that's where he's switching to play this year. He was safety last year, but I think they're moving him to linebacker this year. Well, and I know that uh, this past weekend you had a number of players up From at Queen Anne's it? that went to Marshall. Right, they and were they, Marshall. They had eight players yeah. there. Yeah, and then there was a camp at JMU, I believe, that yeah. Decatur was at, where a number mm-hmm. of colleges were there uh, for uh, for a camp that, taking place. Again, exposure for all these players. But realize, folks, we just talked about the dedication of the OTs, that you've got coaches, in some cases head coaches, assistant coaches, or both, that are taking weekends with $5 a gallon gas, and they're driving hundreds of miles for kids, for kids to and fro to get them exposure at these camps where a number of colleges take a look at their skill set and you know look you you can't you can't put a price on that and the stipends they get even even in Worcester County doesn't cover all the time (laughs) and the expense that they put in yeah because you don't get off-season pay so you do not that's just no that's just that's just what you do I mean I I remember working a summer job and I was was I still I guess it was in college I remember working yeah I was in college I was working a summer job and then after my summer job I would go over to Calvert Hall and work out some of the quarterbacks in the evening so my summer was okay I just worked a long day trying to earn a few bucks for myself and then I'm going and taking some additional time and and but I was appreciative that the players wanted to do it if they showed up I'm going to show up and help them out they want to do it but yeah I remember those days yeah. you know, I tell you, I'm not gonna lie I, I am getting so excited for the high school football season the college football season and even the NFL season because I bought tickets to the opening Commanders game. Did you? Yes. Okay. I and All right. my wife and I right. are going to see the very first Commanders game. Who do they on kick off? Nine eleven. Who do they kick off with? Jacksonville. Okay. All right. So, All right. Well, we'll under see. a new coaching staff, so it yeah. could be a better team. And you've yeah. got, uh, they've got uh, pretty. Look, I, I know he had a somewhat of a rough rookie year, but that's a heck of a quarterback that's uh, yeah. coming into town there. With, so yeah, with Lawrence there. And, yeah. yeah, yeah, Trevor Lawrence. I get to see uh, Carson Wentz and company and a right. very talented offensive unit. Have you purchased Commanders gear? Um, my son's jersey. 
Um, I bought that the day of the announcement. Oh, that's right. I think you, yeah, I, I remember saying. I have not received it yet. It is scheduled wow. to arrive July 11th. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, well, uh, anything for you though? I I personally have not purchased any commanders gear because okay. they didn't have Fat Boy sizes <laughs> available and something that I liked okay. w- on that day. So I will be getting commander's gear. Um, the wife has a shirt okay. uh, mm-hmm. that, uh, that I purchased for her. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm excited for the season. I want to get to football. Let's, let's put all this other crap away that, you know, it, I love sports talk radio. Okay, I, I do. I, I listen to sports talk. Yeah, radio. me too. I, I dabble I, in yeah, it a little bit. <laughs> I, you know, I and I listen to the Washington stations Understood. because yeah. of the Commanders yeah. and the Nationals. Because that's your team. Yeah. yeah, those are my two teams. Mm-hmm. And you know, it, it's gotten so bad of listening to, you know, one hundred six seven the fan and nine eighty. Mm-hmm. And listening to them, watch it. They're my uh, sister stations. Always, by the way. I know, but always <laughs> looking for something to complain about, in my opinion, about Dan Snyder mm-hmm. and and the Redskins, and you some, mean the Commanders, the Commanders, <laughs> yeah, and, and then also you know complaining about you know when Carson Wentz came on board. Blah, 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 blah. We, let him play it down. Well, let, let's see how he plays out, and you know what this. This witch hunt that they're doing with Dan Snyder with with Congress, listen, it's a known fact that the front office for years with the former Redskins, now Washington, and then Commanders, mm-hmm. has been a crap show. Okay, we've known that. So why now is your question? So now now they've made changes. Mm-hmm. Okay, and it's not that anymore. You still have the same guy in in charge. Mm-hmm. You know, allegedly he's he's not, but you know, we know he's yeah. pulling the. Well, if his wife was his advisor the whole time, then she's just uh, as guilty as he is for the toxic workplace environment all right. these years. So yeah. they've made these changes with the people they've brought in. Mm-hmm. Let it go. Let's move past it because there's nothing. They've already settled with a lot of those people. So they admitted guilt to me. Why bring him in front of Congress right now? To me. Congress has so many other things to well, worry about. And that's usually when it comes to sports, yeah. That's usually the the thought process is why why are they right. why are they dealing yeah, with Yeah, because that? it's a bunch of Democrats that are railing against <laughs> Dan Snyder. And and the Republicans are saying, wait a second. So it'll go away eventually. You know, but last week you had uh, Roger Goodell that did testify in front of you know, because really when you look at the NFL as a whole your commanders are not the only one that has a crap show in the front well, office. Well, yeah, no, there are other teams. Workplace are, issues. Yeah, there are other teams dealing with a, a number of issues. Dallas, um, I don't know what the situation with the LA Chargers is, but they're dealing with the situation. And then, of course, the one that has the biggest issue of them all is the Cleveland Browns at Deshaun Watson. And right. I, I am. And last uh, week. They he, just continue to. to and, and last week, he just settled 20 of the 24 lawsuits hmm. against him. You know, or settled 20 of the 24 and they're still, that had filed. So there's still four there. But now all the others, they're, they're not disclosing much what more. the arrangements were because, well, of the, you know. Well, there's some all, that want to testify and they don't want to do a settlement. Right. And so it's. And those it's, are the four. Right. And, and there's a, right. it's at least a year suspension and uh, and they still have Baker Mayfield and they haven't gotten rid of him. And it's, yeah. I mean, the, the Browns, just when I thought they were taking some steps forward, they, uh, I thought Stefanski 
Nebraska was a good hire, and uh, it, it just it's gone it's gone mm-hmm. south real quick. As a Ravens fan, I'm not upset about it because <laughs> hey, that that's fine. You make it a little easier for us in the division. Then. You better worry about Cincinnati. That's who you need to worry. About. Yeah, I mean, so, and 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 it'll be really interesting to see with the Steelers. Obviously, they've got a quarterback situation to figure out, but they are very much committing to, and they've got good receivers, but they're trying to commit to really running the football again, but being effective at it and going out and getting offensive linemen and again continuing to commit to that they didn't have the personnel to pull it off last year but it'll be interesting to see and then obviously with the Ravens between now and training camp uh, will a new deal get done with Lamar Jackson or not and everybody can say that well you know he can hold out well it's $50,000 fine uh, a practice uh, you know if the Ravens want to pursue that um, and obviously the more time that he misses training camp though the, uh, the worse that that makes the you know the offensive situation for him coming in um but they they have to get that worked out and since he doesn't have an agent that makes it interesting as well so it it really does i mean it's uh it's going to be interesting to see how all of this plays yeah. out. I mean, they so. built the offense around them. It's almost like, well, they backed themselves into a corner because, as I said on my sports show the other day, it, let's just say Lamar Jackson retired today. Next season, let's say they went out and drafted a quarterback next year. Next season, it's likely that they would have a new offense. Maybe some elements of this one, Mm -hmm. but for the most part, a new offense as compared to it's another thing if, okay – Lamar Jackson retires, and they go out and they have a, you know, a bridge cap quarterback, and they bring in a draft or sign a new quarterback next year. Right, but it's the same offense. But I'm saying, right. yeah, but that's not the case here. They've built, they've yeah. gone all in with Lamar Jackson on this, so <laughs> they really need him because yeah. they've done something unique, and they're trying to buck the trend by being a dominant and heavy run football team, and also really load up on tight ends as much as having a receiving core. What a great show this. Is- has been um you know we'll we'll get off everybody's airwaves now and uh well we, we, we got so much to do they've got a week to consume all this yeah that's so. right so you know take us in in portions if you can't consume small doses yeah. that's if that's most con- of our family can only take us in small doses <laughs> if you can't consume all of us at one time just take <laughs> us in small doses but listen if you have any ideas you have any comments he's mike at shoresportsmd.com i'm mark at shoresportsmd.com we'd love to hear from you if you have ideas uh, feel free to check out shoresportsmd.com and also uh, that you'll see more and more come out on that uh, as we get closer to the season of course as we're kind of in a dead time you know right now uh, we got the youth all-star games going on and what have you but uh, you know some travel ball tournaments out there but although i have some imaging work to do in here to get ready for the start of yeah. otl and uh, uh, august, august august 26th friday night august 26th it'll be our annual let me put it on my calendar show. i think it already is yeah. on my calendar so uh Looking forward to it. It's going to be a lot of fun. Thanks again for listening. We appreciate it. Thanks to the Otes for joining us. It was a lot of fun uh, having them. And you know, thanks for their openness. I, I kind of felt like they were very open. They were. This. They so, were. No, absolutely. Yeah, that was good stuff. But, uh, again, share, share, share. Let everybody know all about us right here at Time Out with Shore Sports, presented by the Preston Automotive Group. You've been listening to the Time Out with Shore Sports podcast with Mark Potter and Mike Bradley, presented by the Preston Automotive Group. Look for another timeout soon here on ShoresportsMD.com.